Welcome to Audiobook Test Drive. In today's episode, we are featuring an excerpt from Fetish Transcendence, written by Billy Rosie. Delicious Tales of Dominance and Submission Once again, Billy Rosie celebrates the dark side of desire and explicit sex. Fetish Transcendence offers imaginative fetish stories featuring everyday dominance and submissives, and even fictional icons. There's Freddy, a security guard in an exclusive London store who has a very creative way of dealing with shoplifters, but one day his kinky transgressions earn him a comeuppance of his own. A misdialed naughty phone call to a lover makes a stranger's day, and she repays the favor via caller ID. Josiah has an exotic, erotic taste for les moules, Sherlock Holmes and Watson solve yet another intriguing mystery through the powerful force of outrageous sex, and much, much more. And now for your listening pleasure, an excerpt from Fetish Transcendence. Dirty Phone Call Touch yourself. What? What did she mean, what? She should be telling him to fuck off, low-life, bloody fucking bastard, piece of shit, fucking pervert. You heard me. Touch yourself. Now. The caller's voice was low, cultured, beautiful, mellifluous, runny honey, or like smooth, rich espresso with just a hint of a bite. Out of keeping with the obscene demand he was making of her, his voice alone made her wet let alone what he was telling her to do. The day was stiflingly hot. She felt breathless, giddy with heat. Her nipples peeked into hard buds. Without realizing, her hand went to her breast to stroke them. She sank into the leather sofa and ran her forefinger lightly beneath her yellow cotton dress. She'd been getting ready to go out and had to rush to answer the phone's demanding ring. Her heart was racing. Yes, she gasped. She stretched her body out on the sofa, clutching the phone with one hand. She clicked it onto hands-free. Her cunt juices gushed as if a tap had been turned on. She pinched her nipple hard. It hurt. She did it again, harder. He chuckled. The sound was musical, intoxicating. With his voice magnified, it was as if he were in the room with her. You're out of breath. You need to pace yourself. Have you made yourself comfortable? Yes. Now do as you're told and touch yourself. She let out a little shudder as she ran her fingers up her inner thighs, just letting herself skirt the lace of her French panties. What the hell was she doing? Going along with this, what sort of a woman was she that let a stranger say such things to her? Now, slut, he hissed, making her jump. You know you want this. It's a long time since you've been touched. It is, isn't it? Yes, she moaned and slid her fingertips eagerly inside her panties. Not too fast, he said. I know how much you need this, but we're going to take things slowly. She blushed, 
How had he known how desperate she was? She paused and looked warily around the sitting room. Were there cameras hidden? This whole situation was getting so bizarre. It was like she'd slipped into an exotic parallel world. He laughed. No, I haven't got cameras on you. I wish I had. Oh, God, now he could read her thoughts as well. Did he know how turned on she was? I'd like to see you blushing. I know you're blushing. This is all a bit much for you, isn't it? Her arousal was making her squirm. Oh, yes, I do need this, and yes, I am bloody well blushing, she yelled at him. Her frustration was obvious in her voice. He ignored her outburst. I want to feel how wet you are. I want to taste how wet you are. I can't see you, so you're going to tell me, aren't you? So slide your finger into your labia. Don't touch your clit. Not yet. Just little circles round and round it. Now, how wet are you? Very wet, she moaned. Juicy, he murmured. Wish I could see you. But you're going to tell me what you taste like. That's right. Lick your fingers. She slurped noisily at her wet fingers. So? What? What do you taste like? How the hell should I know? Savory, it's savory. Come on, don't be shy. Use your imagination. I taste like any other woman, I suppose. We all taste the same. Oh, no, no, no. You don't all taste the same, I can assure you. In my experience, there's a great difference. You'll taste vastly different from the girl I licked out last week. And at different times of the month... Will you just shut up? She yelled. I don't want a bloody lecture. Can I please put my fingers on my clit? Is this what you get off on? Turning women on and leaving them hanging? Well, I must admit I do get a frisson of pleasure from your arousal. But I don't make a habit of calling up anyone, you know. Well, call up who the hell you like. But my fingers are going on my clit now and in my cunt now. I haven't had an orgasm in ten years, so just fuck off. The orgasm had been building so long but she still wanted to tease herself. Otherwise, it would be over too quickly. Two fingers in her cunt? Three? Four? Do you want to know how many fingers I've got in my cunt, pervert? She shouted. Well, I'm bloody fucking fisting myself, and it feels great. And my fingers on my clit. Oh, that is good. It's so good. Oh, no, I'm coming. Don't want to yet. I'm coming. She held her breath as her hand squished and squelched in and out of her cunt. She didn't know if it was possible to get her whole hand in her cunt, 
but she was giving it a damn good try. How long could she hold her breath for? If she breathed, she would lose it. She wouldn't come. Orgasms for her had always been an elusive butterfly, a beauty flitting away just as you thought you were going to catch it. Time it wrong and it slipped away, and she'd be left sobbing with frustration. No, don't breathe. Mustn't breathe. She was coming. How could she have denied herself this for ten years? Then, yes, her cunt contracted around her hand, her feet and toes clenched like claws, eyes screwed tight, her anus puckered and quivered, and a divine tingling rush swept up her spine and over her breasts. She felt the flush on her neck and over her chest. Her nipples were hard like tiny stones. They tingled. She could almost hear them buzzing. Wow, she heard the anonymous voice say in a low voice. She sank into a stupor of post-orgasmic bliss. She opened her eyes lazily. A bee droned sleepily at the window. She glanced at the vase of orange tiger lilies she'd arranged earlier. Beautiful, sexy flowers. A stamen on one of the blooms was bending over and down, caressing its carpel. Like a little penis touching its center, its tiny clit. She smiled, copulating with itself. It happened all the time. Nature said it was okay. Not wicked. How could something that felt so divine be wrong? His voice came gently over the speakerphone. Jane? Jane? Are you okay? She should speak, reassure him, thank this stranger for helping her have such a wild release. But she remained silent. Just breathing, just watching the muslin curtains drifting in the gentle breeze. It was such a hot day. He spoke again more urgently. Jane, just tell me you're okay and I'll hang up. Cold reality crept in at the door. Not quite back yet, she breathed. Give me a minute. But tell me, just who the bloody fuck is Jane? Nothing. Not a word. The line went dead. We hope you enjoyed listening to this excerpt from Fetish Transcendence. If you would like to hear the entire audiobook, it can be purchased at Amazon.com, Audible.com, and iTunes.com.